You're listening to episode 136 of the Christian Travelers Network. Today's topic is travel laws based on Deuteronomy chapter 10. Hi, my name is Sarah and I have a background in theology and a love for travel. Having visited nine different countries and served in five congregations, I wanted to create an environment that discusses and encourages the overlap of my two favorite things, the Lord and travel. And if you have a passion for these things or wanting to learn how God is such an integral part of our daily adventures, then you've come to the right place. Today's topic is travel laws based on Deuteronomy chapter 10. Take a moment and think back to some of the road trips that you have been on with your family. Are there any rules in the car or on a plane or wherever you're going when you are traveling? I think at this age, a lot of them are unspoken, but try not to annoy the other people in the car. Keep your hands to yourself. Don't ask where are we going and are we there yet a million times in the car and the list could go on as just some of the few that I instantly think of. But today we're going to be looking at Deuteronomy chapter 10 when Moses receives the Ten Commandments for the second time. And this is a short chapter packed with a lot of really important details, but they are the laws of our heart, the rules and instructions the Lord gives us, and an awesome demonstration of his forgiveness. But before we dive into that, I do want to take a moment and do a quick recap. I encourage you to go back and listen to some of the other episodes we've talked about in the past couple weeks, but quick recap of where we're at. Uh, We have been following Moses and the Israelites as they exited Egypt, made it to the promised land, and feared that the Lord wasn't on their side, ended up having to wander for 40 years until that generation had passed away in the wilderness, and a new generation is now ready to enter the promised land. Moses is standing on the mountain where he first received instruction from the Lord in a burning bush to lead the people out of Egypt, but here he's standing there reminding the Israelites This is where we've come from. This is the mistakes of your ancestors. This is the path we went on and the miracles we saw from the Lord. And do not forget these things as we head into the promised land. Well, the people do, but Moses doesn't because at some point along the way, Moses disobeyed the Lord and his punishment is also to die I believe, on the mountain that he's on without ever going into the promised land. I think from the mountain he can see across the Jordan, and that's about as good as it's going to get. But we do know that the true promised land is heaven and eternity with the Lord, and someday we will get to spend eternity hanging out with Moses. Pretty cool, if you ask me. So now, Moses is recapping these stories, and one of the stories he's retelling for them is the fact that he received the Ten Commandments twice. The first time he received them, 
And meanwhile, he's fasting on the mountain. He's been up there for 40 days. The Lord is speaking directly to him. Pretty cool stuff. And God's writing on stone tablets the Ten Commandments. But meanwhile, the Israelites are freaking out. They see all this lightning and booming thunder, and they think Moses is surely dead. And so they decide to get all the gold together And with the help of Aaron, Moses' brother and second-hand man, the, the priest, they form it into a calf, a golden calf that they're worshiping. So Moses gets done with his 40 days on the mountain and he starts going down the mountain and he just gets so angry. He's had this wonderful connection with the Lord. He understands the judgments of the Lord's heart and what he expects of the people, the Ten Commandments which can be summarized as love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, and with all your soul, and love God's people as well, which is a very short summary. I encourage you to read the Ten Commandments for yourself and to to ingrain them on your own heart. But um, in Moses' anger, he breaks the Ten Commandments. And here in Deuteronomy 10, we see the the, the Lord says, okay, we're going to do this all over again. We're going to write them. But this time, Moses, I want you to create the to- the tablets out of wood. So he carves the tablets, takes them back up the mountain, and fasts for another 40 days with the Lord. And the Lord, again, inscribes the commandments onto the tablets. Meanwhile, what is different about this experience is that Moses is actually speaking with the Lord. Last time, he was pretty much just receiving instruction, it sounds like. But this time, he's like, we're speaking with the Lord in prayer, in meditation. He's he's pleading on behalf of the Israelites because moments after receiving the commandments, they're in sin. They're worshiping a physical, literal idol and have forgotten their God who's been leading them powerfully all thus far. So, as Moses is recapping this, he's reminding the Israelites who their number one God is, but he's reminding them also of these commandments and the fact that when he pleaded with the Lord over those 40 days, the Lord was unwilling to destroy them, unwilling to break his promise to Abraham, And as a result, he instructed Moses to journey onward and lead the people to the promised land. So he's reminding them of these laws, these these expectations of the Lord, and he's reminding them of what their sin could have caused, death, never receiving the promised land. But we're 11 days out. We're almost there, guys. Let's keep it real. But then he continues on, and I, I want to read this directly from Scripture, starting in verse 12 of chapter 10. And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in his ways, to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to keep the commandments and statutes of the Lord, which I am commanding you today for your good. Moses is saying 
that these commandments, these rules are the expectations of the Lord and we are to walk in the ways of the Lord. In fact, he goes on to say he wants us to circumcise our hearts. In other words, saying our hearts are naturally sinful. Our hearts desire sinful things, things that want to break the Ten Commandments. And as they've been traveling through the wilderness, they've experienced a million temptations. One of the previous episodes, we talked about gluttony and how they were craving things um, so much so that they didn't trust the Lord to continue to provide, to answer their pleas. Um, There's so many things in this world trying to tempt us and our sinful heart must be circumcised in order that we can respond with this soul felt response to God, to be willing to follow him with faith. And faith is unseeing. It's trusting what we can't see. It's believing in grace and mercy. It's following God when the world wants to go one way. And it's the world likes to play it very logical, very tolerant of a lot of things. But God has outlaid for them specific rules and expectations, and those same rules and expectations apply to us. So Moses is saying, forget those worldly expectations, forget the desires of your sinful heart, circumcise your heart and be willing to follow the Lord, walk in his ways, not the world's ways, etc. And in response to God being willing to forgive them, their circumcised hearts is to love on the sojourner, the foreigner in their lands, to love on the people around them and to show forgiveness to them too. We see in this chapter a whole whirlwind of things, but Moses is basically outlining your sin was falling short of the law. I pled on your behalf and the Lord forgave you. In response, the expectation is that you give your heart to the Lord and you forgive others and help others in response to God's love for you. So how does this apply to travel rules and expectations for us? One of the biggest things is that the Ten Commandments are not just commandments we follow at home in our comfortability. It applies also when we're out traveling, that we are to forgive others, that we are to show mercy, that we are to love the Lord and love others, that we are to follow the commands and not worship idols, to not turn away from the Lord just because we're not at home. God's still with you. He's literally everywhere. But I think the biggest message that this speaks is that we need that accountability. We need someone like Moses in our lives to be checking in on us, to be encouraging us so that we don't fall to the temptations of our hearts, so that we do not be led astray and end up worshiping idols, so that we end up turning our hearts against the Lord. Satan likes, I I heard this phrase once where he likes to rock us like a baby in a crib uh, into sin until the point that we fall asleep in the sin and we kind of forget the expectations of the Lord. It's, It's a slow and gradual thing. And 
This goes with our travels. This goes with our journeys in life. This goes in all aspects and regards of life. And I just really want to challenge you to reflect on those idols in your life, those things that can be so easy to tempt us, and ask the Lord to circumcise your heart so that you follow him in belief of his miracles, his power, and his truth. Would you pray with me? Dear Lord, you gave Moses ten commandments, and instantly the people fell short of your expectations. We too fall short day in and day out, but you forgave them, and through your Son you have forgiven us. Lord, help us to walk in a new heart, a forgiven heart, a free heart that loves you beyond the things of this world and loves others enough to share your truth and to be merciful and forgiving just like you are to us. Lord, help us to practice prayer, to pray with praise for who you are, repentance of the sin in our hearts, asking what it is that we think we need of you, but yielding ultimately to your ultimate plan. Help us to take that repentant heart into all of our travels, to recognize that we are not all that we think we are, but that ultimately we are your children and that is enough. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, Christian travelers, I do have one more thought and question, uh, but before I do, I do want to point you to our website. Later today on our website and on our social media, we will be announcing our next big virtual networking conference. What this means is this is going to be an event where you will get to hear from other Christian travel leaders who will be speaking on different areas of travel ministry, but there will also be time for you to mingle and connect with other Christians so that you can be encouraged to share your own travel story. It's such an impactful piece Uh, Just like Moses spends all this time retelling the stories of their journeys, your story is a huge part of witnessing and sharing Christ with others. So this will be a great event to be encouraged in that, to connect with other Christian travelers, etc. All of those details will be posted on our website and social media later today, so make sure that you're checking in. Additionally, on our website, There will be information about some of our upcoming events, devotional resources, and other podcasts. And of course, you can subscribe to our newsletter. Some of the biggest ways that you can support Christian Travelers Network and its podcast is to share this with a friend and encourage them to join you at our virtual networking conference coming up in January. More details again coming out later today. And if you haven't already subscribed to our newsletter, make sure that you do are doing so because those details will be in the newsletter too. Um, but without further ado, our cl- my closing thought and question is this. The Old Covenant is, is here. This, the, these Ten Commandments are part of the Old Covenant, the expectations of Israel. We have a new covenant thanks to Jesus dying on the cross, paying for our sins. And in response to that forgiveness, we live according to the Ten Commandments. We live according to the Lord's rules 
to show his love, his mercy, and his kindness. And the Lord gives us these rules similar to a parent. Parents give rules to protect and nurture and grow their children. The Lord doesn't create these rules to make us feel like we're missing out on life. He creates these rules so that we can be abundant and joyful in this life. Yet, many of us are tempted by the world day in and day out. And we sin really every second, every moment, every hour in our thoughts that we think, in the words that we say, and in the actions we choose to do and not to do. But Moses was calling the people to live differently in response to the forgiveness that the Lord gave them on the mountain. To live different from the sin and the temptation that will continue to bombard them in their earthly life. In the same way, Jesus is calling you to live differently because you have been forgiven and set free. So how are you traveling? How are you journeying through your day-to-day in a way that is different, that is full of forgiveness and grace and mercy? How are you living in a way that is distinctly a child of the Lord? I hope that you will think about this and ponder this and take some time to discuss it with a friend, email me, or just jot it down on paper. Get it out of your head and out into the world because Sometimes that just helps us process things all the more. And until next time, safe travels and God bless.